Hello, Jewel. Hello, Bubba. How are you? I'm doing good. As am I. I feel nice and fresh. Yes. Your fifth year anniversary of dating the bald god is oh coming my... up in a couple of days. Uh, by the way, I do not call him the bald god. Let's just get that clear. You should, but you don't. No. Others out. That was uh, the 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 one name your friend gave you, right? Other people called me that besides. Yeah, me. because you told them to. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's not too late for you, my child. <sighs> but stop it. You are having struggles determining what to get me. I have a couple mm -hmm. ideas. I can't remember if we talked about this here yesterday. Yeah. Did we? We did. Okay. One idea I thought is I'm having trouble getting the work bowl for the food processor to connect to the base for whatever reason. So that's another oh, idea. That's odd. I mean, even though it's for you, yeah. it would really benefit me <laughs> in the kitchen. Okay. Well, well, but that might be something you just want to get just because I gave you the rest of the food processor. Okay. But why are you having, I mean, what's, what's going on? I don't know. It's just not connecting. You checked everything? Did you check it again this morning? I did not check it again this morning. Did you check it again this morning? Okay. After this. <laughs> um, I also thought about, you know, there are websites that have custom um, goodies. And I've bought you some goodies from uh, from a website that I go on um, that I that I have frequented a lot. But mm -hmm. um Maybe I maybe I might get you something from Hawaii. I don't know. Like get you something sent over from Hawaii. That's possible. Or a thumb drive. Or a thumb drive. Because I really would like a terabyte thumb drive. I will see what I can do. And I they're like not that expensive. It's not like it's a three hundred dollar purchase. Oh good. Is yes. it like fifty dollars or something? It's like I've seen them as low as $25. Oh wow. But I think the average is forty dollars. That's not bad at all. Yeah. That is not bad at all. Yeah. Oh. Yes. Well, that's that's that is definitely um, a thought. So yeah, that's good. <laughs> yeah. Yes. If you do have to get a new work bowl, I'll send you the information on it. Okay. Yeah. I'm hoping that I don't have to do that. Yeah, because... they're like thirty bucks though. Okay. Yeah. But hopefully, um, you'll figure out why it can't, um, why it wasn't connecting yesterday. Because you do, you don't need a food processor. Nobody needs everything, but. Um, they are very nice to have in the kitchen. And you will see a difference in your cooking very quickly if you have one. Okay. And use it on a regular basis. Does it also work with other doughs besides bread doughs, like cookie doughs? Yes. Really? I've made cookie doughs in the food pro cookie dough in the food processor before. Really? Oh, that, oh, that would cut our time in half. Mm hmm Yeah, so like if we wanted to make some M&M cookies or something. I don't okay. think I'd put M&M cookies in there. I've done it with just peanut butter chocolate, but oh. M&M, the blade would probably shred oh. the outside of it. Oh. But what you could do is you could put it together there, take it out, and then put the M&Ms in. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. You wouldn't put the M&Ms in the dough already. Yeah. You, would put the, the, you would make the dough up and then put them on top. Exactly. That's what I was thinking. Okay. Now, in fairness, I, in all honesty, I think that... The, um, whatchamacallit, stand mixer does a much better job with cookie doughs. Yeah. But I have done them in the food processor before. And the stand mixer probably does a good job with, um, with cake dough, right? I'm assuming. I haven't made a cake with it yet. Okay. I should, though. Yeah. I know hand mixers are good with them mixing frostings. Like, if you're making sugar cookies and you want it with frosting or another kind of cookie with frosting. Yeah. You could probably use a hand mixer for that. And I 
I've, I've used hand mixers for, um, for cookies. Yeah, they're good for that. Yes. Yes. Like yeah, the stand mixer is a lot easier though. Yeah. Um, and I'd say get one of those, but they're like three hundred bucks. And they're they're big. They are very big. Yeah. But you could put all of the attachments in the work bowl mm -hmm. that you have. And I know somebody. I think I've told you this before. His mom bought a stand mixer in the early seventies, uh -huh. and he still uses it because she's passed away. But he still uses the same one, and I think he said they had to get a uh, a part replaced in like 1997. Wow! But besides for that, it's still operating. That's a KitchenAid one, right? That's a KitchenAid. KitchenAid is known for making pro um, uh, stand mixers that last a long time. That's great. There's a video that Brian Lang Castrum did recently. La Lang was it Lauderstrom La or something? Lauderstrom. I can never get his name right. It's becoming a running joke here. But it came out within the last month, and it's him comparing his KitchenAid stand mixer with, like, a $50 one on Amazon. Yeah. Maybe it was a $100 one by some off-brand. Uh -huh. And he said it handled simple tasks okay. Yeah. But when it, if I remember right, when it got to more complicated tasks, it had a few issues, and he was wondering if something that cheap could stand the test of time. Wow. Yeah, you really do get value for your dollar when you get the um, KitchenAid stand mixer. Wow. But it's a high price to pay, and it's a lot more bulky than the food processor. So when I was making that uh, cake, that triple chocolate cake that we had for um, for Valentine's Day, mm -hmm. and I was using my cooking teacher's um, stand mixer that she had in the kitchen, she said that that one was... I think it's been a, I don't know if she, if that's actually her mixer, but it's, it's been around for a while and it's a, it, it's a really good stand mixer. I bet you it's a KitchenAid. I think it is. Especially since, was it your, the one that you work with on a regular basis? Yes. She used to work in a professional kitchen, if I remember you yep. telling me that. She used to work, yep, she had her own, um, she had her own cafe. Yeah. And she used to do quite a bit of cooking and um yeah, she used to use that. Yeah. I'd be willing to bet money that that's a KitchenAid. Yeah, I mean she she's not kidding around when she comes when when it comes to really good cooking products cuz she does it a lot. So. Mm -hmm. And she she would know. Yeah. I think it was a KitchenAid. Nice, nice. Yeah. Good. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I'm happy to hear that there, yes. Jay. Well, yes. that, that cut out a lot of time when we had to mix all the um, the frosting. Yeah, they're really good. Yeah. They're really good. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. And we good. But a food processor is good, too. Yes. Uh, yes. I was listening to some podcasts recently, and they were mm -hmm. talking about uh, how a food processor is very beneficial in the kitchen. Did I tell you, babes, mm -hmm. that my uncle doesn't use one? Oh, really? Well, that doesn't surprise me. Okay. Some people don't use food processors. But he's really into cooking, though. Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, he just, he probably uses other means of doing it. Like, maybe he'll use a hand mixer for something, or he'll just mix things by hand. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe he's just an old school. He's so, pretty old school. Yeah. But some people like that. I mean, my brother-in-law grew up with uh people spending hours yeah. and hours um at the stove making ribs or whatever it is and he 
he likes to make his ribs within hours. Yeah, that's a little bit different. Yeah. But when it comes to mixing something, yeah. if you can do it faster, I think in the long run it's better. And people always say, well, back in the day, people just used to do it by hand. And that's true. That's true. But I wonder how much of it is they just didn't have the technology back then. Exactly. But I wonder how it is in other countries like Africa, right? It's a very poor country. Mm -hmm. They don't have the means to have the luxuries in technology that we have. Yeah. So they don't have mixers and they don't have, a lot of people don't have mixers and they don't have um, cool gadgets like that. So I wonder how that works. And the thing is, it's hard to do a taste comparison. Now, obviously, again, with the sauce, it's different. But if you're mixing something like a cake, mm -hmm. it's not like you could just fly to Africa <laughs> Have somebody's homemade cake and compare it to something else. And even if you could, yeah. you, the other thing you also have to take into account is fresh ingredients. Uh -huh. What do people have access to in their environment? So that makes this stuff a lo little bit more complicated than purists would have you believe. Right. Like in the Philippines, their ingredients are not exactly, you know, they're not always fresh. Mm. Because of sanitation, you know, the Philippines is, is a third world country your rice isn't going to be fresh mm -hmm. or uh, the milk may not be fresh too because of, you know, how, how are the cows doing, right? Yeah. Um, so that's why it's a little bit different for Filipino food. I personally like um, Filipino food here because we have a lot of fresh ingredients. We have fresh fruit and veggies. There are um, specific ingredients for um Filipino food that you can get at Filipino stores. And it, you you can't always find that in the Philippines. You have to really look, I think. What was it like eating Filipino food when you were over there? It was good. It was different from, like, I've had Filipino food at, like, a, a mall that we went to. But it wasn't the same as if my grandma's cook made it or if my grandma made it or... Um, somebody else made it in my family. Mm -hmm. Like, I actually think that a person who came from the Philippines that has access to ingredients in America is a better cook than somebody who didn't, if that makes any sense. I hear you with that. Yeah. So it's really, it really all depends. It really all depends. I wonder too, like, your mom volunteers at like a blind school over there. Yeah, I don't think she cooks there, though. No, I mean, but she just, you know, goes there and does whatever she does. But yeah. I keep going into my mind of it would really suck being a blind person in the Philippines. From what it sounds like to me, yeah, they don't have access to technology. They probably don't even know what screen readers are. And the kids, from what she told me, and I think she just visits there. I don't know that she volunteers. But the kids are only in one classroom. So it's not like the elementary kids are with elementary kids or the high school kids are with high school kids. Mm -hmm. It's like from like the age of nine to 16. And the teachers are really well-meaning and loving teachers, but they don't want them to do a lot of cooking. They so how know. are they going to operate the real world when they leave the school? In the real world, yes. Yeah. Um, they They won't be able to. Unless they have, like, if, if they have somebody from, I don't know, uh, an organization that helps kids around the world, 
that are blind to to learn these things. But um, yeah, she was telling me that, and I I told my teacher that, and she just thought it was very tragic that they didn't know the basics of cooking. Mm -hmm. Even spreading things, like I don't even think that they know how to spread things. That's crazy. They don't. They don't use knives. I have a buddy mm-hmm. from Ethiopia. Yeah, and he listens to this on occasion. Yeah, right. Great guy. Yeah. They did a piece about him in the newspaper in I want to say two thousand and nine. Yeah. In Denver, mm-hmm. and I'm actually. They don't quote me in the piece, but I'm in one of the uh, pictures. Okay. Because he, I'm hanging around him one day when the photographer is there. Oh, did you see so, the picture? Yeah. The if you go online mm-hmm. and you find the article from, I want to say it was the Denver Post, but I could be wrong. Yeah. You'll see me in there. Wow. Which is kind of cool. Okay. But anyways, he said in the article when he was adopted and came to America, mm-hmm. he didn't know how to make a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Wow. He probably didn't know that they could be put, they, uh, peanut butter and jelly could be in sandwiches. Mm. He had this one story he told me about. So he was adopted into a big family. Mm-hmm. And early on, they go and eat ice cream. Mm-hmm. So instead of just biting a small piece, he decides to put the entire cone in his mouth or, or I guess like the top scoop of the ice cream cone. Wow. And he hated it. <laughs> really? Yes. He didn't like eating it like that? Yeah. Wow. Well, he, he wasn't used to it. Exactly. Yeah. Wow. That's interesting. But it goes to show you that culturally, it can be a bit of an adjustment for anybody to go into a new environment and then add on to that the extra factor of blindness. Mm-hmm. So another thing I go to is I have a friend of mine who lived in Vietnam for a number of years. And yeah. he said that there were no traffic lights there, that you just sort of had to cross the street in the middle of, you know, the street, basically. Oh, that's really scary. Yeah. I I knew someone, I well, actually, I know someone who's my woodshop teacher, and he's been to Vietnam more than once, and he said it's really crazy crossing the street. Like, he would have to have his wife look and make sure that it was okay, because he didn't know. The impression I get, too, is that the cars are moving super fast. Yeah. So I don't know how you do that. Yeah, and you had um, you have two friends. We have, well, okay, so we have a friend who's from India. Mm-hmm. And didn't you tell me that he said that on the street there's like so much garbage that you can't? It's hard to cross. It's hard to walk. One of my friends said that. Yes, yeah. it's really bad. I've known. I know a couple of people from India. Yeah, I don't know how. I don't know how I would be able to go to a country like Vietnam. It's one thing if you're going to another Western country like Canada or um, England. Yeah. Because a lot of the things they have there, they we have here. Um, and so it's easier to adjust. But if you're going to like the Philippines, India, Vietnam, Cambodia, it's a little bit tough. At the same point, though, other blind people do it. Right. Well, there's parts of Europe that I don't know. I'm I'm not sure, you know, how that would work either. So another friend of mine was on his honeymoon. He's since gotten divorced. This is uh probably 2007, I want to say. Okay, I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah. yeah. And he went to Europe with his wife. For whatever reason, he got on their train system. Mm-hmm. I think it's called the Eurail. Yeah. But he didn't 
pay for his ticket mm-hmm. and the tra- uh, their version of the transit authorities go over to them at first and are giving them a hard time yeah. until they realize my friend is blind and then they just kind of like back away. Slowly. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Why did he not pay his ticket? I forget the story. Okay. Okay. But I can ask him. Yeah, that's uh, that's crazy. Yeah, it's really crazy. Well, and then and then in Ireland, as as you know, we know someone who said that um, you can get on the bus for free if you're blind, which which is helpful. Yeah, but I don't know if that's one of those things they know. just told her though. That's what she said, but I don't know. I mean, she spent a great deal there, so. I don't know. She was there for three weeks. Three weeks only. Yeah. That I know of. I don't know if she's been there since then. Uh, I know she hasn't been there recently, but I mean, I don't know how, uh, when this actually happened. So. And she was hooking up with some guy who died in the middle of their time together. I don't know if it was in the middle of their time. I, I don't know. I, it was sometime, I'm like, that's insane. Why would you go back there when somebody somebody you knew died? That ought to be crazy. And and she told me that she was right there. Wow. When it happened. Were and they, I, you I don't, know. No, I don't know. Okay. Bubs. I didn't know, babes. That's what I was asking. I don't know what they were doing. I personally don't care what they were doing. But the fact that she was there when he died is just sounds very very sad and very creepy could you imagine and don't tickle me but if he was in her at the time <laughs> no don't tickle me dead down privilege <laughs> bubs yeah i i can't imagine that wow anyways yeah and then she <laughs> wants to go back there well okay so i saw a funny i, I saw this episode on the golden girls okay where um betty white's character rose was dating this guy and they slept together. Well, what happened is that he died in the middle of all of it. And he called his wife and said, oh, I just want to, or, or I'm sorry, she went to see his wife because she didn't know what to do. She said, well, I better go tell the, I better go tell the, oh, 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 I, I'm sorry. I think she, she thought it was his sister. And she she calls her and says, you know, I'm sorry, but so-and-so died. And she ends up visiting her at the house and realizes that that was his wife. Yeah. And then she finds out that, well, it wasn't the sex that killed him. It was that he um, he ate a lot of fatty foods and he wasn't taking care of himself. And that's why he had a heart attack. Is she disappointed? Because on one hand, I imagine you think to yourself, oh, I feel guilty that I killed the suit. On the other hand, you think I must be pretty good. No, I think she was, she thought maybe she killed him. Nice. Well, and then there's that movie Sibling Rivalry with Kirstie Alley and Ed O'Neill and Scott Bakula. I didn't see that one. Eh, I don't think you're missing much. What was the premise? The premise is that Scott Bakula is a doctor Mm -hmm. and he runs a practice with the rest of his family. His older brother, who I believe is played by Sam Elliott, but I haven't seen the movie in like 30 years, is an even more successful doctor, but he doesn't work with the family. He kind of made his own way in life, and now he's flying back to town. Now, since the last time 
Scott Bakula saw him, he got married to Kirstie Alley. Uh-huh. Kirstie Alley randomly runs into Sam Elliott at the airport. Yeah. Or not at the airport, at the uh, grocery store. And they go and have sex in his hotel room. And Her he, and Sam Elliott? Yes, and he dies in the middle of the act. She's really freaked out because he just cheated on her husband. And she finds out later that it was his brother. Now, to make this thing more complicated... Wait, 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 wait. I'm confused. Go ahead. I thought she knew that that was his brother. She didn't know. Because he's coming in to meet the family, but, you know, it's the middle of the day. Okay. And she's shopping for the big dinner that they're supposed to have. Oh. Okay, so it comes out that it's his brother. Now, meanwhile, um, Ed O'Neill is the cop who's hired to investigate this thing. Mm-hmm. And his brother is... A blinds salesman. He sells blinds to hotel rooms and whatnot. Yeah. But he's not very successful at it. He decides to sneak into this hotel room to put up these blinds. And wouldn't you know it, it's the same one where Kirstie Alley had sex with Sam Elliott. Yeah. He falls over onto the bed and thinks that he killed Sam Elliott. (laughs) Now, he's dating Kirstie Alley's younger sister. Oh, wow. Yeah. So it's a little bit too many coincidences. Wow. For my personal taste. Is this supposed to be a comedy? It is a comedy, yeah. And also another Cheers connection is the lady who played Cliff Clavin's mom Mm -hmm. is Scott Bakula's mother in this movie. Oh, wow. Mm -hmm. That's interesting. Yeah. And Scott Bakula was on uh, Murphy Brown. Yep. And also in the Star Trek TV show, he played a captain. Oh, really? The show Enterprise, which I didn't really get into. Plus, he's probably best known for Quantum Leap. Well. Yes. Okay. Yes. Well, that's what I... I really know him for those things. I I don't know what else he's done, but yeah. Hmm. Okay. Yes. So, it's kind of like the plot to that movie. You know what I was thinking about, babes? Okay. When we were talking about your friend, the one who went to Ireland? Uh Uh-huh. It seems to me... Now, I went on a date with this person years and years ago before we ever met. Yeah, that was like three years ago. Three years before. Yeah. I didn't go out on a date with her three years ago, babes. Three years before we met. Yeah. <laughs> not three years ago. Okay, you, you did say that. Sure. I meant... I corrected myself. Okay, very I good. meant to say three years before. Nice. Anyways, she's had a very rough life from yes. what I can tell. Yes, she has. And I'm wondering from your perspective... Do you think that there are some people in this version of reality who just for whatever reason attract negativity and sadness? I honestly think a lot of it is on them, though, because it, I think it's dependent on attitude. Mm. Because she wasn't like this 20 years ago. She was. She could laugh. She could have fun. She could make jokes. She was a lot more vibrant. Um, before... I ran into her at that brunch we went to. The last time I saw her was at um, uh, Lloyd Center, which it was actually towards the end of 2011. Yeah, and she was. You talked about this. I know. Okay, go ahead. I know. I I don't know if I mentioned it here. I mean, she isn't the same. I and I think it really is dependent on attitude. Are you going to be bitter and sour the rest of your life, or are you going to make the most of what you've got and 
try to move forward. At the same point, though, I hear what you're saying. Mm -hmm. And maybe some people have a bad childhood, but it's about moving past that. Mm -hmm. It is a little bit unusual that she would decide to go to Ireland and hook up with some dude. And in the middle of their time together, the guy dies. You know, that's not a very common thing. No, it isn't. So maybe it's not that her it's her attitude. Maybe it's just that some people, for whatever reason, just attract these bad experiences. I think it's very dependent on attitude. Okay. Also, I'm guessing that she probably met this guy from either online or some kind of system. Mm-hmm. And she probably didn't know it was going to end that way. And who? And I don't even know if he visited her or... Uh, or, you know, if he's gone out, uh, to the States to see her, I don't know how long they were together. Um, all I know is that she visited him for three weeks, but I don't even know if he died after those three weeks or during the three weeks. I don't know. See you, the way you told me the story is that he died during their time together. I get, uh, yeah. I just don't know when that happened. Right. You know what I mean? I don't even know how long they were together. That's that's, that's another question I would have mm. to ask. Yes. And it's possible that he he very well may have died during those three weeks, but I don't even know how long he, she knew him. Oh. So, I mean, I don't ask. I, I really, it isn't my business really. No, it's not. But the fact that she would want to move back there. <laughs> and I remember I brought this up um, uh, when we were on our way somewhere. And I, I just, I just don't get it. No. I don't understand. I wouldn't want to go back there. Too many memories. Exactly, babes. But, you know, I mean, if somebody is not quite in their right mind, they'll they'll think it's okay, I guess. Yeah. And, you know, we uh, here at Green J-Lo and Hammond, we're for all the luck in the world. <laughs> the way you said that. <laughs> we are at Green J-Lo and Hammond. We're very compassionate <laughs> at this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you talk as if we're like an organization and we here at blah 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 we don't condone having sex in ireland nor do we condemn it <laughs> well we would definitely um want the person to make sure that um whatever they're whatever they're doing either sexual or non-sexual the person is actually alive Yes, I think uh, the best sexual experiences I've ever had have been with people who still have a pulse. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I think I pretty much summed it up there, Bubs. Nice. When I said what I said, you didn't have to keep on going with it. Oh, thank you, babes. I love you. <laughs> I love you. I love you, too. You be a good boy by you Tuesday. already know I always am, so I'm going to be Tuesday. Tuesday. I'm going to be, babes. I'm the never not good boy. You know that. Uh, I've never been a bad boy. Oh, sometimes you can be. No, sometimes I can be misunderstood boy, but I'm always a good boy. Uh-oh. Yeah. Not always. I bet you gave your mama some gray hair. I don't know about that there. Well, but you're more than happy. or You're more than welcome to ask her yourself. She's not here. Well, whose fault is She's that? Bubs. I didn't kill her. Okay. Uh, by the way, I didn't kill Natalie Wood. So there is a rumor going around on the internet. There is no rumor. There is now. There is no rumor because you made it up. It started last night. You made it up. That You know how nobody really knows how Natalie Wood died? 
Somebody started a rumor that Alana <laughs> flew no. to what is it, Catalina Island, snuck on the boat, and killed Natalie Wood. First pushed off, her into the ocean. I was only a year old at the time, so I didn't even know who Natalie Wood was, and I was in Hawaii. So and never, babe, stop. This is why. Hold on. This is why some people think it was a random. This villain. is this this is why you deserve to be tickled right now. Well, no. <laughs> <laughs> that damn poor woman's Demetrius. Oh. You don't blame the baby. I was a baby. Okay. Bubs. By the way, it's not on the internet. It's just a rumor rumor between the both of us, which is not true. Okay. Well, I heard it somewhere. Mm. <laughs> Maybe it was what? from my own lips, though. You, yeah, it was from you, Bubs. Uh-oh. <laughs> Sorry, keep going. Tell me the reasons we shouldn't b- believe this rumor. I was a baby. Okay. I I was in Hawaii. I was a baby. I didn't know how to talk. How would I be able to sneak up on the boat? I, w- I could barely walk. I don't know, babes. <clears throat> you. Well, in fairness, I don't think you're going to be charged with this. I was a baby, bub. Oh, good. My parents were trying to take care of me, bub. How was I supposed to know? I've never been to Catalina, by the way. Nice. Well, good. Yeah, good. I just hope your attorney can prove that. Bubs. I don't have an attorney. Oh, good. Mm-hmm. I would get one. Stop or I'll <laughs> bite your nose. I love you, babes. I'll really bite your nose. Okay, but I love you, babes. I love you. You, you say sorry. I'm sorry, but I love you. You're sorry, but you love me? I do. <laughs> okay. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yes. So, we had a really fun time with our mini marathon. Mini marathon. Yes. We, we were able to... We were able to get in nine episodes um, for about uh, two and a half hours. Well, three we, and a half hours. I'd say three hours. Three hours, yeah. Yeah, because we didn't start until one. 1248-ish. Yeah, so after we did this, something else happened. I forgot what it was. You got us candy and then... Um, are you talking about before it happened? Before we started the marathon, but after we I was recorded. Oh, I was uh, washing some dishes. Okay. Yeah, I was washing some dishes because I didn't want to deal with um, a lot of dishes um, before we started cooking stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and then um, we started watching the Meh-a-thon, and I passed out some candy, and it was good. It was really fun. We ate, we had ice cream, too. Yeah. I think next time, we should definitely do another one, maybe in a couple weeks. Yeah. We start at 11. Okay. And go to 4. Okay. Yes. So we can get more episodes in. More episodes. More meh. More meh. Yes. Yeah. We're, we may not talk about every single episode. No, it's, it's a lot of episodes. Lots to remember. But tell me about one or two that stand out to you. I like the one of, uh, where, <laughs> where Mary... And Rhoda go to this um, journalism class. Oh, yeah. Describe <laughs> it to me. They go. So Mary decides to go to this class because she was supposed to get something into Ted Baxter, type it up because Murray had to leave and fix something in his house. Mm-hmm. She doesn't do a really good job. So Lou ends up doing it and giving it uh, to Ted. She decides to take a journalism class 
or, um, you know, to, to get better at her job. So she takes a class. Everybody doesn't seem to know what they're doing, especially Mrs. Marshall, who's like the oldest person there, I think. You know what I mean? She's a housewife. Yep. Well, everybody leaves for the day. The The teacher, uh, I forgot what his name was, asks Mary to stay. And he goes, um, would you like to go out to dinner sometime? And I'm like, that's really weird. So they end up going to dinner and he drops her off at his apartment or her apartment. I'm sorry. Huh. Not at his apartment. He he drops her off at her apartment and they part ways. And they uh, they go to class again. And he's like, you all did very well on your papers. So I'm going to pass this uh, to everybody. And a lot of them got B's. But Mary got a C plus. It's huh. like, a C plus? Why did I get a C plus? Well, well, why did you take this class? And she said, I took this class to be better at my job. Why did I get a C plus? And she's like, well, he's like, well, it's a C is average. You're an average, uh, what is it, an average writer? Well, and, he also said that he was kind of grading on a curb. So what yeah. was the name of the housewife again? Mrs. Marshall. Mrs. Marshall her report might not have been as good as Mary's, but she's also a housewife where Mary works in the actual industry. Yeah, and then she's like, and why, what was a plus for? And she's like, well, I couldn't let my feelings for you get, out of the, get in the way of that. And I thought that was really funny. That one stood out for me, and then the other one that stood out for G me. Before we go to the other one, what? there's a couple other things about this episode that were really good, too. Mm -hmm. Lou picks up Mary's report and doesn't read the top line where she says it's about World War II. Yeah. And so he gets freaked out for a second until Gavin McLeod Murray points it out to him. And she also volunteers Lou to come and speak to the class. Right. And then he, he um, I think um, he said he was reading off his speech. <laughs> <laughs> and it was a very short speech. Be, give the facts. Be concise and then something else. And then that's the end of the speech. <laughs> and somebody raises a hand and says, I read something in this book. And he's like, no, you don't read books. You just do the things. But books are no good. And then he sees that the back of the book that's on like the podium has a picture of the teacher. And he's like, uh, except for this one. <laughs> and it has a picture of the teacher on it. That's right. Except for this one. Uh. <laughs> but you were, you were about to say with the other episode. Yeah, the one, the other episode that stood out for me, which is one of the first ones we watched, was when Rhoda was dating this guy Chuck, and um, she he thinks that Rhoda and Mary share an apartment, and Rhoda never tells him, mm -hmm. but he also never told Rhoda, um, what he does for a living, and she's thinking it's organized crime, and Mary brings it up. You know, Mary thinks it's, it may be organized crime or something else. Yeah. And Rhoda's like, oh, it must be really, really bad. And Chuck's like, no, actually, this is what happened. I used to be a successful, was it a banker? I think it was. Something like that. And I decided that I wanted to quit that job and go back to school to become a forest ranger. <laughs> Which I didn't know that you can get a degree as a forest ranger. Mm -hmm. I guess yeah. it'd be like getting like a horticulture thing. I guess. But so 
so he's like, well, why don't you come on a hike with us? I mean, you can you can meet all my friends and you can see what it's like to be in the forest. Uh, why don't you do that? So she takes Mary on the hike and you see them coming back and they're like, oh, I ache all over. <laughs> Mary, I ache all over. And then they're talking about the guys that were there. Like, oh, yeah, there were like three guys named Sven. <laughs> it was really funny. That was a great one. And even at the end of the episode, he still didn't know that Rhoda didn't live with Mary because when, um, before she, before he told her what was going on, she's like, I don't remember where Mary keeps her drinks. And he's like, you don't remember where you, you uh-huh. live here and you don't know where she, where you keep your liquor. Uh-huh. And it's like, Oh, um, um, the, why don't we turn the record player and she didn't know how to work it. Yeah. She's like, Oh, actually that's Mary's job. We split the chores. We split the chores. And he still never figured out that Rhoda didn't live there. See, this is the difference between the Mary Tyler Moore show and, and like other dumb sitcoms. In other dumb shows, Rhoda lying about living there would be the whole premise of the episode. Mm-hmm. And we wouldn't even get to the forestry thing. Like if this was, I don't know, um, I'm trying to think. What's this, what's this another sitcom with single people in it? If, if this was Friends. Like, no, 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 not Friends. It's okay. a bad example because it's a different scenario. If it were like, I don't know, like um, Saved by the Bell. Yes. That's a, yeah, that's a better example. Saved by the Bell is a better example. Yeah. And it was like one of the guys finds out that the girl lied about uh, having a roommate. It would be a whole dramatic thing. Uh-huh. But with this, it's just it is what it is. Yeah, she still lies about it. Yeah. And, she and doesn't get caught. She doesn't get caught. They still end up together for mm-hmm. wh- however long. Even though she's like, yeah, you know, I mean, I don't, you know, I can't believe he gave up a successful career to do that. Yeah. But maybe we'll just, you know, be okay with our differences. <laughs> that was so funny. <laughs> it's good. Yeah. That was a really good one. That was the first episode we watched, I believe. What? what which episodes did you like? I, I like them all, but some of the standouts were the last episode was great because basically what happens is all these unions, first it starts with the writer's union, then mm-hmm. AFTRA goes on strike. Mm-hmm. And then I guess before AFTRA, there's like the uh, technician's union, which decides to strike in solidarity, mm-hmm. which now is illegal. Oh. Another uh, a union that's associated with another one can't just go on strike in solidarity. But yeah. back then it might have been legal. Mm-hmm. Oh, they all go on strike. So it's basically Mary and Lou running the office and Lou is the one reading the news. The first day he's horrible. Mm-hmm. Then he realizes that he has to get drunk before he goes on the air. <laughs> and it's to the point to where Mary thinks that he might have to just like go home because he can't even operate in the office. But he goes down and he's like, good evening. This is Lou Grant with the news. Here's what's going on. And he's all like almost word perfect on. The yeah. Day. Yeah. It was really funny. Except he comes back at the end of the broadcast and falls asleep in his office. <laughs> I think the reason that response to me, babes, mm-hmm. is that's one of those things that sounds unbelievable unless yeah. you've worked in the performing arts. Yeah. And you've seen situations or you've been the one who's like it's actually happening to to where you're around somebody and they seem like they can't function. And sometimes it's because of alcohol or drugs or whatever. 
and you think there's no way this person can go on stage and then they go on stage and they give a masterful performance and you realize that this is actually pretty believable. Well, and some of them are functioning alcoholics or functioning drug addicts, but they don't realize that they are an addict or an alcoholic. Exactly. So they're just functioning. Um, Yeah, it's, 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 it's hilarious. I mean, (laughs) so, and, and Lou basically is a functioning alcoholic. Yeah. But they make light of it on the show. Yeah. And, uh, Ted, Ted was really funny because he didn't know what his, his, um, his union's name was. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's like, who is he? (laughs) And it also is interesting (laughs) that we're watching this episode when SAG is on strike, SAG AFTRA. Yeah. Because I think the two unions merged. Okay. And the Writers Guild, the WGA, is on strike too. Yeah, and they've been on strike for weeks. Yeah. Well, the WGA since May and SAG AFTRA for weeks now. Yeah. And it doesn't look like this stuff is going to get resolved anytime soon. So that made it more timely. Um, now, I don't know if. This is a pro or anti-union episode. I think it's kind of like Mm 50-50. Because, like, Lou is incompetent at first. Then he gets it together. But also at the same time, Murray doesn't want to go on strike. He's just kind of doing it. And same with Ted Uh and Gordy. Yep. But management wants to pay them less money to continue working. They want them to take a pay cut. Right. Mm -hmm. So it's interesting. Yeah. It's interesting. Um, And I don't know if you could do a sitcom today where there's a pro-union message. Yeah, because it's such a hot topic. Yeah. Really, like, Hollywood in general is liberal. Mm-hmm. But it's usually around cultural issues like gender and who you can marry. But if, if we were to have, like, a really liberal TV show... There'd have to be some pro-union talk. I don't know. Mod was pretty lit. Yeah, but I'm talking about the modern day. Oh. Right. Like, um, I don't even know what the popular TV shows are now as far as sitcoms. I have no idea. I'm so out of the loop with that. Yeah. But you you get what I'm saying. Mm. Yes. Okay. I know it's a, a little bit before now, but Will and Grace, pretty liberal show. I'm guessing they never did a pro-union episode. Well, I don't know how, I mean, I, I never watched, if you're thinking about the, the reboot, I don't know about that. Okay. Um, I don't remember if they did one. Um, the only one that I know of that actually did a, um, a a protest show was Family Ties. Oh, interesting. Because they, so, so Elise and Stephen Keaton were, um, ex-hippies, right? Yeah. And they get married and, and have children, but it was a Thanksgiving episode where the grandparents were staying with the kids and the they had to do some kind of a protest. Mm-hmm. And I forgot what it was about, but I was like, oh, wow, what, what a weird day to have a protest on Thanksgiving. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of cool. I guess. Yes. So that was a great episode. Another one that stands out is the one with Mrs. Morgenstern, Rhoda's mom. Yeah. What about that? <clears throat> I liked the interplay where Rhoda's mom, Mrs. Morgenstern, is tries to become Rhoda's friend. And they're wearing the same suit. Yeah. There's all that interesting stuff with Bess. 
Um, that was a different episode. No, Bess is on the run with Rhoda's mom. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's yeah. Right. There's, we watched two Bess episodes. Yeah. The other one with Bess was really good, too, where Phyllis wants Bess to learn about, you know, the birds and the bees. Yep. And Mary just produced a news special on sex. Yeah. So she decides to have Mary give her the news. Yeah, it was a special on what's your sexual IQ. And she got a 90. Yes. <laughs> and everybody who's been calling the office wanting to talk to Mia. Mia. There's a great joke in that episode where Bess comes into the room and she's like, oh, hi, Aunt Rhoda. Hi, Aunt Mary. Hi, Phyllis. Yeah, and, and um, Rhoda says something to the effect of, you said, be, talk to your mother with more respect. Call her Aunt Phyllis. <laughs> <laughs> or Aunt Phil. Aunt Phil. <laughs> that was hilarious. Yeah. But getting back to the one with Mrs. Morgan Stern. Yeah. There's all this stuff about her wanting, uh, uh, what's her name? Uh, Rhoda. Rhoda not to make a big fuss over her. Yeah, because I just want to be your friend. Yeah. And then she comes, she's trying to find... She's trying to find Rhoda and she he she ends up going to Mary's place instead because she's like, you know, I, I couldn't sleep and I'm waiting for Rhoda. I don't know where she is. And then and then Rhoda is on the and Rhoda, she sees Rhoda and she's like, uh, tell her that I just had some I just came here and I want some milk. And Rhoda's like, Well, you didn't go to Mary's place to get milk because you hate milk. And Rhoda says that she brought home a guy and she wanted to get rid of him. And she mm -hmm. said, my mom's staying with me. So the guy asked her to prove it. Yeah. Then they opened the door and she wasn't there. So they send Mrs. Morgenstern upstairs. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was oh, a funny one. Another one that was good was when Lou tries to set up your girl, Mary. Yep. With Mr. Cooper. Yep. Yeah, that was yeah. a good one. And he's really into it. Yes. Yes. And they missed an opportunity because at one point, um, Mary could have said, I won't be here tomorrow. I'm going to be hanging with Mr. Cooper. Oh, my goodness. What was that one episode where where um, Ted was supposed to do something in Spanish? Uh, he's supposed to read something in Spanish. And he's like, I know some Spanish. And then he looks at this lady. He's like, Senorita, how are you? <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> so that was the one, babes, where... Mary finds out that she has to take her vacation. That's right. That's right. Yeah. That's right. And she wants to go to, I believe, Mexico. Yeah, somewhere, to, somewhere in Mexico. And the conversation comes uh, up in the office. Does anybody know Spanish? Ted says he does. And he looks at a lady who's visiting from the mailroom and he says that. And he says, Senorita, how are you? And he's <laughs> like, she, it seems like she understood what I said. Right. <laughs> And she was a lady that went to that just came back from Mexico yeah. and had a really good tan. And she got a room for twelve dollars a night. Nice. Yes. Yes. That one was a great episode too. That one was. I don't think we watched any bad ones yesterday. No, we? they were all really good. Mm -hmm. Really good. I don't have any complaints about any of them. And there are some bad episodes of the show, but when you think about how many they put out, yeah. overall it's really good. Yes. Yeah. The one episode that I didn't really care for was um, not the ones that we saw yesterday, but the one about the ex-football player. That was really the only one that wasn't as great. There were a couple. The more I think about the episode where Mary got robbed, mm -hmm. it's not really that funny. I thought it was kind of funny. And there's an inconsistency because she says, 
I'm going to have dinner with my aunt tonight, who's coming into town. And, and then we here. we never hear anything else about the aunt. Like, we don't even hear that she went back early or that she couldn't make it for whatever reason. Well, they didn't. she didn't have dinner with her. She was supposed to uh, visit her. Or they were supposed the to see aunt was supposed to visit her. Yeah. But you know what I mean? It's reference, and then they don't come back to it. Right, exactly. But overall, the show's been really good. Yes. 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 I'm liking meh. 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 We got to finish the country music series, too. We're almost done, too. Two more episodes. Two more. Yeah. Two more. That last episode really got to me because of the people who died in Mm -hmm. the war and that one lady who wrote the song for her son and they wanted, somebody wanted her to um, do a protest against it and she didn't want to do it. She just had enough grief. Yeah, there's also the thing where people are so patriotic that they don't care who dies in their family. And they, I don't know. Ah! Ah! I, I don't know if that applies to her or not. Bubs, you have no, you have no reason to say that because you didn't have anyone in your family that was in the military, I don't think, right? Uh, that is not true. You don't? Who? My grandfather, who I never met, was in the military. Oh, yeah, but... Uh, you don't know about military life, baby. My grandfather was in the military, the one who I never met because he died before I was born. Now, he died after he left the military. Oh, okay. But, you know, okay. to say I didn't have any relatives in the military is a little bit uh, of a lie. Oh, okay, I saw you then. I still love you. Yeah, my grandpa was also in the military, the one that I never met. Nobody yeah. likes a bracker, babes. Bubs! <laughs> no, I'm just telling you. No, I, that was a joke, babes. Just the facts, man. Just the facts. Oh, my goodness. Mm. I forgot what sure that came from. Um, Dragnet. Just the facts, man. Just the facts. Just the facts, ma'am. Ma'am. Yes. Okay. Just the facts, ma'am. Yes. Shall we, ma'am? I still love you. Okay, whoa. <laughs> Jello, ma'am. Jello, ma'am. Yes. Are you going to be Webster now? No. Okay. George and ma'am. That was a dumb show. Oh. Don't you think? I already know your opinion on it. Well, I mean, it's good for kids, but... I watched it when I was a kid. I don't know. I I, I think differently than you about those shows, because a lot of them were very nostalgic to me when I look at them. And, I'm, and yeah, I guess in some ways it was a dumb show, because I, I didn't start watching it that I can remember until I was about five. Mm-hmm. That was... um. You know, a lot of kids related to Webster because he was a little a little guy. Yeah. Even though he was much older than what he portrayed in the show. No, I yeah. like this show as a kid, but put it to you this way. Or let me phrase it as a question. Do you think if you showed me some Webster episodes today, I would like it and talk well, about it the no, same way we discussed knowing the about knowing show? Knowing you, no, you wouldn't. Okay. But, you know, I, that's, probably, that's why I wouldn't show it to you, Bob. Nice. Because uh, you're not as nostalgic as I am. Well, in some ways I am. Mm, maybe. When it comes to movies, memories. 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 <laughs> and with some shows like Seinfeld, I can remember watching a lot of the episodes when they first aired. Oh, know. I don't remember the early, early ones, but I didn't even realize that they were it was on since 1989. Yeah. Well, I mean, I can't remember watching the first or second season when it was on. Yeah. But you know what I mean? The later episodes, I remember watching them when they first came out. Now, when Friends started coming out, I wasn't too interested in watching it because I was, you know, I was 14 when it came out. Mm. 
but that I didn't really get into it until my late teens, early 20s. And then I really started watching it. Well, I watched the first year and I enjoyed it, but I was also 11 going on 12. And I think the show is really good for people that age. But when you get a no, little bit isn't. older, no, you kind it of... No, it isn't. What? It's, it's better for kids 14 and up, not 11 and 12. Oh, see... They talk a lot about sex in that show. See, I think that it's at the intelligence level. Oh! oh, oh, oh. Ow, ow, ow. <laughs> Hit me in the head. What was that for? No, seriously. I think if you're an 11-year-old, it's about... You're not going to understand that. That's not for 11-year-olds to watch. Ah. Stop, stop, stop. <laughs> You are just being wandering this morning. No, huh? I'm, I'm just saying. It's not for 11-year-olds are not going to understand that shit. Okay, when I got older than that, I stopped watching. There's a lot of sex. There's a lot of sexual references in the show. Oh. I personally would not allow an 11-year-old to watch that show. I'd probably have like um, a 14-year-old and up. Interesting. Yeah. I didn't even watch it when I was 14. Mm. I watched it later on because I didn't really get the show, but... Then in my late teens, early 20s, I really started watching and I thought it was hilarious. Yeah, I think by the time most people are 14, they're too intelligent. Oh, stop, stop, stop. Fuzz! <laughs> you are mean. No, I'm not. I'm just telling you my personal experience. Oh, you didn't watch enough of it. Oh, my goodness. Boy, then give me a kiss. Ouch. <laughs> Boy, you're talking about friends, yeah, Bob. Bubs. Be mean. You're implying that anyone who's ever watched it is not really intelligent. Is that what you're uh, no. saying? Yes, you are. Are you? No, give me a kiss. No. I, I've said I've watched it. You be good. And I'm intelligent. Yeah, but you didn't watch enough of it. Oh, my God. I'll okay. my nose. Oh. You be good, boy, bub. By the way, if you watch Watch Mojo... Yeah. Which I know you do. Sometimes, yeah. Whenever they do, like, the greatest TV sitcom stuff ever, they always put something from Friends either number one or number two. Well, there has to be a reason for that. Now, I don't always agree with all the Watch Mojo stuff. Yeah. But because there's some things that I'm like, oh, I didn't know that. So I'll yeah. give you... Uh, sorry to interrupt you. Mm. I'll give you an example of one that really drove me crazy. They did a top ten list of TV series that ended too soon. Mm -hmm. Right, and it's all these shows that like ended in their first season, right? Basically, yeah. yeah. And the but the number one was Friends. Friends didn't end too soon. Yeah, it was a, it was a um. It was on for ten years. It was on for ten years, that, and that, that was their number one. Are you serious? Yes. Are you sure about yes. that? Yes, yes. And I'm Friends like, didn't end too soon. Sometimes I wonder if um now now not everything uh from Watch Mojo is bad, but that's ridiculous that they would have that. I I would disagree with you on that one. Disagree with them. That with them. I mean. Yeah. And and with and I would agree with you on that one and disagree with them. Thank you, the little J. Whoa. I will say that. Yes. It's like that's okay, come on, guys. Friends was on for ten years. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. And okay, well, you know, we're not gonna go on an anti friend rant. <sighs> because we watched You uh, don't know what you're missing, but there's some really good episodes, especially in the later seasons. Oh, and we watched Mia the other day. Mia. It was good watching Mia. Mm -hmm. Yes. And I I just really love the way she interacts with people on the show. Like yeah. all the actors play their parts so well that you never question them when you're watching it. No, I mean, and Ted, I mean, Ted is like the lovable anchor man who gets a lot of things wrong. Yeah. And he thinks he's really like 
the, a genius. A genius, but he's not. And it's just oh. hilarious. Mm-hmm. Have you ever seen interviews with Ted Knight? No, I haven't. Hmm. But he was, by then, he was really old. Yeah. Actually, I don't know if he was that old. I think he was only 40 when they did the show. 40? Something like that. He died fairly young. I might have the dates off a little bit. Hmm. Well, let's see. Alexa, when was Ted Knight born? Okay, so 1923, and the series started in 70, so he was probably... 50-something. No, he was in his 40s, and he was born in late December, so when they started the show, he was 46. Oh, 46, wow. Yeah. But he was an old 46. Yeah, he was. And then he was in that show, uh, Too Close for Comfort, which I, did, I only watched a little bit of that, but I didn't get too far into it. Nice. Well, good, babes. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> yes. yes. So we watched Maya. Maya. And then you put on Take the Floor. I did. They did a great cover of Always Look on the Bright Side of Life. Always look on, on the bright, bright side, side of life. life. They did. Yes. And 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 you know what I really like is um they take sometimes they'll take a break from their dance band music mm-hmm. and they'll they'll have somebody that doesn't sound like it and they'll um They'll have them sing in a different language, yeah, or, or they'll cool. sing in a different language, or they'll have like a more poppy sound to it. Yes. Yeah, I like that a lot. I do too. Yes. Then, well, we put it on as we were making our dinner of Tuscan chicken. Creamy Tuscan chicken. I think it turned out well. It was delicious. I'm, I'm glad I, so I thought that the creamy Tuscan chicken had white wine in it, but we realized that it was chicken piccata. And it's really good in chicken piccata. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, our, our, I mean, those those tomatoes mm, and the parsley. Yes. With the garlic cheese bread, that just turned out really good. But it did. Yeah. It did. I think that's one of our go-tos is Tuscan chicken. Absolutely. It's delicious. Yeah. And um, that bread was just crispy. It wasn't burnt. It had a really good... I didn't even... I forgot that we used parsley for the bread, and it would, it just turned out really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. 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 And butter and garlic and palm cheese. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the parm was like the star of everything. Yeah. It was really yeah. good. Super good. Yes. Love it. Yeah, ever since we made it, um, I think it was New, Year- New Year's, somewhere close to there, the first time. I think it was before New Year's. Before New Year's. It was fall of last year. Okay. We've been enjoying it. It is really good. Mm -hmm. Yes, it is. Yes. Delicious. Then we watched an HBO documentary about Natalie Wood. You know what it's called? I forget the name. I'll put it in the show notes, though, because I usually check it and put the names of what we watch in the show notes. Yeah, it was really good, actually. Mm -hmm. Talk about it. So, it was basically talking about um how old her daughter natasha was when her mom died and she was roughly 11 years old yes and her sister courtney was only seven so she was super young and um it talked about the relationship with robert wagner and natalie wood and that they were married for a while and then they broke up and got divorced and she met other people and um and then um Robert was married to somebody else and had a daughter with her 
Katie. Well, they called her Katie. It's No, her name was Katie. Yes. Maybe it was short for Catherine or something. I don't know. But then they met, they met up with each other again 10 years after they got divorced. And they remarried and they had their daughter, Courtney. And she was the youngest. And I think, um, was it her stepson or his stepson? His stepson, who is from the second marriage, the one right after Natalie and before they got remarried yep. the, again. Yeah. Stayed close and ended up living in their guest house for a while. Yeah. Yeah. There were people that were living in the guest house. And it, it sounded to me like they had like a huge place where they had parties and there was a lot of kids running around and they had a pool and Natalie would be in the pool with the kids and she was all in with raising kids and Natasha, who was the main narrator of the the documentary, was saying that um when she was home she wasn't a big movie star. She just was mom and, and wife. Mm-hmm. And and Robert Wagner, her stepdad, and her would Natalie would, would dress up and go to parties. And she's like is that really my mom? Is she really going to this really swanky party? And she realized, wow, I'm I'm a daughter of a famous person. Yeah. Yeah. But they didn't see her as like a, a famous person. They just saw her as the mom. As Ma. 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 They didn't call her Ma. Okay. Um and Robert Wagner's daughter Katie was really close to Natalie too. Nice. It seemed like a lot of the kids were close to Natalie, especially Lana Wood, I guess some um, she took on Natalie's last name. And she's Natalie's sister, who is also an actress, just not as famous. Huh? She She's Natalie Wood's sister. Yeah, that's right. That's and right. she's just not as famous, but she's also in the acting film. That's right. But it seemed like she didn't really keep um, close to the kids and close to Robert Wagner. So she really didn't know... That part of the family. Yeah. I feel like I should give some context from my own life. Okay. Okay. I'm growing up. I've heard of Natalie Wood and my mom, obviously she's older than me. So she. Obviously it's your mom. Obviously. 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 She knew, I guess, the public version of the story of what happened with her death, which mm-hmm. is that Natalie Wood was on a boat with Christopher Walken and Robert Wagner, and there was an argument, and Natalie Wood dies. There was all the speculation that Robert Wagner killed her, mm-hmm. right? I don't know what happens, but it is interesting that his stepdaughter, who is the kid that Natalie Wood had with her second husband, mm-hmm still considers Robert Wagner to be like a second father. Yep. Like if she thought he was guilty of doing this, I don't think that she would have stayed in contact with him for all these years and been as close. Yep. And Natasha kept close with both of her dads, her, her, her biological dad, um, um, his last Richard Gregson. And then um, her uh, stepdad, Robert Wagner and all the kids, even the stepson, was very close to both Natalie Wood and Robert Wagner. Yeah. Um, Robert Wagner ends up marrying um, Jill St. John not that long after Natalie dies, which I didn't think that he was going to get married again. Is she an actress? Uh, I don't know. I think she is. Mm. But 
but but everybody in that family was affected by her death somehow. Mm-hmm. And Courtney, the youngest of Natalie's daughters, got into drugs and um, alcohol, I think it was, to kind of numb the pain. And I kind of noticed that her voice was slightly raspy. Yes, I did too. But maybe some alcoholics and drug addicts have that because of how much they've taken or something. I don't know. Or sometimes people's voices are just naturally that way anyway. Yeah. But um, even she, you know, came to grips with being really close to her dad uh, when her mom died. And and, and um, Natasha made a comment. She said, um, we all stayed close. And then Robert said, yeah, we we did. And we still we still are staying close. Yeah. I don't know what happened. I wasn't on the boat. Alana might have been. There's speculation. I was not. I was a baby. Okay. I said might. But the story, what I think what people believe happened is Christopher Walken and Robert Wagner were having an argument. Mm -hmm. They think that Natalie Wood tried to tie a piece of equipment close to the boat. What was it called? Um, so she, uh, so they're talking about tying the dinghy. Yeah. And they think what happened is she fell off the boat and because she had been drinking, she drowned. Yeah. And she was, yeah. And she was found um, fully clothed. Like a day later. Yeah. Yeah. And also, um, <clears throat> I think, what was that guy's name? Mart? I don't know if she, if he was her publicist. I think it was, he was one of her friends. Someone came up to, the, the mom came up to him and said, if you were on the boat, Natalie would not have drowned. Yeah, she wouldn't have died. Exactly. I don't know how that would have happened. Because freak things do occur. And it's also, that's placing too much on somebody. It is. I don't know. I mean, I don't know how he would have been able to save because her. Because you could also make the argument, well, if Natalie Wood would have decided to stay home and it was a weekend where apparently there were some rough weather conditions, and then the, she'd yeah. still be alive anyway. Yeah, and and they knew that it was raining, but they went anyway. Exactly. So that's a lot to put on someone to say, "Hey, if you were if you were on the boat, then she would have survived it." Because, and she wouldn't, and and she would have survived it if she didn't drink. Exactly, or at least that's what we think, right? Yeah. Now, there's also somebody else in the documentary who knew the family. I forgot her name, but she said that Natalie had invited her to go on the boat that weekend, but it was her son's birthday. And she yeah, said that... that was the assistant. Yeah, okay. I think it was the assistant or somebody else. Gotcha. She's never really gotten over that because she thinks had she been there, the dynamic would have been different and Natalie would have lived. I don't, I don't think she would have been able to... I don't know if she would have been able to save her in time. I don't know. But it's possible that Natalie wouldn't have even gone towards the dinghy, Right. Now, if they would have pleaded with them and, and told the group, hey, you shouldn't go. The weather's too rough. Well, here's the deal. The daughter <laughs> did. Yeah. Remember her 11-year-old daughter. Yeah, really and Natasha did. She's like, please don't go on the boat because she had a feeling that something might happen. I think. Yeah. Yeah. And she really she really missed her mom. Mm-hmm. But Natalie, I mean, to Natalie's credit, she didn't know what was going to happen. But I don't think that. They should have gone on the boat until it was maybe a couple of days later when, later when the weather was better. I hear you. Mm-hmm. But it's also easy for us to say this is what they should have done 
40 years ago because we know how things kind of turned out for her. Right. I really, you know, after watching this documentary, I really think this, this, it's very possible that this might have been an, an accident. I do too. Yeah. And, and they, they made a point to where every year for Natalie Wood's death, the media would just make the story even more bizarre and mm. more bizarre. And even Christopher Walken was quoted in the documentary saying that she drowned. They play an old interview from him from, I think, Entertainment Tonight. And Robert Wagner and Christopher Walken were the only people that were arguing. And they did have, they did have a lot. They did have a, quite a bit to drink. Now, so. the other person who was on the boat, I guess it's the guy who was in charge of the upkeep. Yep. I think he wrote a book saying that he thinks Robert Wagner was responsible for her death. Mm-hmm. So that's where things get a little bit tricky. Did this guy do it because he needed the money or does he really feel that way? Yeah, and and Robert Wagner was even saying that nobody heard anything. No one heard anybody fall or scream. Right, but there was an argument on the boat. Yeah. Having said that, adults do argue, so it's not, it's usually not a big thing, but when it's associated with a death, that's when it goes to the next level. Right, exactly. So, I don't think we'll ever know. But I don't know that we need to know, you and I. Yeah. But it would be nice for her family. Well, I mean, I honestly think they're happy happy, um, feeling that um, they don't believe that Robert Wagner could have done it. And even today, he still remembers. Mm -hmm. Um, And and it's pretty vivid. And it sounds like he hasn't changed his story. Yeah, it sounds legit, Mm -hmm. what he said. Now, on the other hand, he is a professional actor, and actors are liars, right? So that doesn't mean he lied. About it doesn't this. mean he lied about it. But I'm just saying, if somebody's going to give a performance about being sad, he would be somebody who would be a go-to because he's in the field of doing that type of stuff. But again, that doesn't mean that he's lying because it did sound legitimate. But he's paid to make things that are untrue sound legitimate. Yeah, but even they made a point that Lana didn't even know the whole story. And yeah. It seemed like she was the only one that wanted may, may have wanted press. Look, I don't know. Yeah. And gun to my head, if I had to come up with a view, I would say more than likely what happened was she slipped and fell while she was trying to get the dinghy in and she drowned because she was drunk. That story yeah. sounds legit to me. But I'm yeah. saying... There are a few things out there which kind of, I could see why there's some questions around it. Well, there was a story about someone that wasn't famous who died, um, I think, while while her and her husband were on the honeymoon or she fell off of their, their cruise ship. Yeah. Her name was Jennifer Smith. Mm. And the family really believes that he was responsible for um, why something happened to her and she fell off of the boat. Oh. Yeah. Nice. Um, I can't remember the entire story, but it was really crazy. Yeah. Interesting stuff there, little Jewel. Yes. Is there anything else you want to say about this documentary? No, it was very well done. And I'm glad that they had um, clips of her and clips of Robert Wagner and clips of her in, in, in movies. And yeah. they were talking about, like, how crazy that um, Splendor in the Grass was and, and her character in Splendor in the Grass. Mm-hmm. And now she, I guess she was supposed to kill herself in the, um, in the one scene. 
in the bathtub apparently in the bathtub. i don't know i haven't seen the movie yeah and and they were talking about how she was afraid of dark water yeah but even if she was afraid of dark water she would still go into the pool with the kids yeah and they were saying that people have made that out to be more than it was over the years yeah and she said that you know nobody likes dark water yeah it doesn't look very nice mm-hmm. you know nobody likes dark murky water so that would that could be for anybody yes and i don't know what color pool water usually is oh well i love you babes okay i love you too yes okay <laughs> i don't know what that, <laughs> know what that was for but okay yes. i love you too. i love you too mm. what would you give this on a scale from one to ten I give it a strong seven. Nice. It's a very good documentary. I would too. Yeah. Would you recommend it to your family? And if so, oh yeah, my family knows about Natalie Wood. I don't know. I mean, I've heard her name over the years, but I've never seen any movies Mm -hmm. of her except for Gypsy. Yeah. Uh, I've seen, she's in Rebel Without a Cause. Oh yeah, and Rebel Without a Cause. And I didn't know that until I saw it with you. We didn't watch it together. We didn't watch it together? I thought we did. No, we did not. No, we did. We watched it. We talked about it in... Um, We've talked about it, but we've seen it separately. Because I saw it in high school. We saw it together like a few months ago, I uh, think. That is incorrect. No, yes, we did. We That was the one with um, James Dean. Yeah, we did see it together. I know who's in it, babes. I've seen the movie. But I'm saying we haven't watched it together. Yes, what we you did. might be thinking of, babes, mm-hmm. is we watched the movie Giant together. No, we did watch Rebel Without a Cause because I watched it a second time with you. And remember when we were we were talking about Jimbo? Yes, we were talking about it because we had both seen the movie. No, but we saw... You, you had to go through the episodes, but we actually talked about it. We did see it twice together. We, I mean, we saw it... I saw it my second time with you, and we did talk about it. Okay. We did. I just don't remember it then. I don't think that that's a movie I would revisit. Yeah, we did see it together. I do remember us talking about it. No, I remember us talking about it because we had both seen it. But I remember it as we both saw it separately. Because I know when I saw it was in high school. And I don't think I've watched it since then. Yes, we did. But okay. But, but we did. We You have to go through the episode. Find me it in the archives. No, you're going to find it in the archives. You'll go find it. No, Bob. you. Bob. Yeah, you're your mission for the week. I'm sending you on a mission, Bob. Screw the <laughs> Your favorite place to go. Well, prove to me that we didn't talk about it at all because we... We did talk about it. I'm saying we no, talked no, no, about no. it. No, no, no. Prove to me that we didn't see it together then. Oh, my goodness. I really think we talked about it. No, I'm telling you, we talked about it, but we talked about it because we were reminiscing about the movie that we both saw separately. We saw it together. We did see it together. All right. I don't think that's true. We disagree on this. I think you should look through the archives because okay. you put it in the notes. You should have put it in the notes. Oh my goodness! You put it in the you put note a uh, show notes on it for every uh, episode we did, right? I did. Uh go back to it, bubs. Go back to it. We did see that. I, I do remember. Okay, well, we disagree about this, yeah, but did. in any events, she's in Rebel Without a Cause. Mm-hmm. Yes. What was James seen other movie? So there's Giant. There's Rebel Without a Cause. Um. I don't oh, remember the other one. Alexa, what movies was James Dean in? Okay, East of Eden we did see together. East of Eden, I think we did, yeah. Yes. And Giant. And Giant. Yes. Giant was a very long movie. Yes. <laughs> I liked it. There were some things about it that were kind of weird, but I liked it. Nice. 
in any event. She's in those two movies. Your family knows who she is, so you'll tell her them to watch it and think about Robert Wagner. Oh, yes. Yes. We watched... Well, here's what happened, babes. Mm -hmm. We were excited to view a movie called... Elevator to the Gallows. Yes. But we found out very quickly that it was a foreign film because it, the people started talking in French. The one person They talking. were talking funny. We didn't watch it. Because we can't read that many subtitles. Yeah. Yes. So I suggested that we look for another British film since we had success with the other ones we watched the night before. Mm -hmm. And we found one called The Shadow on the Stars and it was on YouTube. From 1941. You, you, you give the recap. Okay. It's basically about a bed and breakfast in Britain, right? Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of different people staying there. There's an Indian guy. There's a couple. Um, the the grown-up daughter of the lady who runs the place is starting to see a playwright. Yep. And these murders start to happen. And it's implied that this Indian guy and the, the this other dude are conspiring about something. Yep. Right? So... People are starting to die. And I know I'm giving this a quick thing, but the movie is under an hour. Mm -hmm. Cops come in to investigate. They find like a couple more bodies. And when this is going on, I'm thinking, oh, this movie is starting not to make sense. I'm not really enjoying it. But then we find out that nobody's been murdered. <coughs> Basically, what's going on is the playwright wrote a book yep. about the people at the bed and breakfast and he's casting them in these different roles. Yeah, like Lucy the maid yeah. who's having an affair with um, Mr. Armitage who's the patriarch of the family. And Mr. Armitage is like the one who they think is guilty of all these murders. Yep. And what we find out is no, I love when he comes into the room after the story's finished up and they said, you were cast as a murderer. And he's like, I'd like to murder the person who came up with this chess set. <laughs> <laughs> that was great. The playwright pulls the daughter aside, proposes to her, says, I'm really not this guy. My real name is this. And I lied so I could come up here and observe people. Then they go out into the daylight the cop looks at them and you know says good luck to y'all or something to that effect and the yeah. movie ends. Yeah, they they um yeah, they're engaged. Yeah. Yeah. This was good. This is one of those movies where the ending really saved it for me. And the cop was singing at the end, yeah. I think, right? Because I was thinking, oh, I don't like this movie. It was odd. It There's was too very many odd. deaths. It feels yeah. more like a play. And then they tied it all up at the end in a way where like, okay, I can appreciate this. Yeah, because they were like in the study together. Yes, all yes. of them were together. It's like, mm -hmm. wow, you, you made me. A, and I remember when the um, the lady was like, yeah, it was interesting. You said something about my teeth and she bites into cooking. And she's like, oh, I have a cavity. Yeah. <laughs> it was really well done. It was great. Yeah. Yeah. And it makes me want to watch more British movies there. Yes, because the two of them were really good the night before. Yeah, really good. <laughs> Yeah, Brief Encounters, A Time to Pay, and The Shadows on the Stars. Yes. We're going to have to watch more of those films there, Little J-Wall. Yeah. yeah. But there's a YouTube playlist of old British movies. So Nice. Yeah. Very good. Yes, yes, yes. We covered a lot, babes. Yes, we did. Is there anything else you want to talk about? I don't know. We talked about quite a bit, didn't we? We did. 
Yes, we did. Yes. Yes, we did. Yes. <laughs> um. Well, I have to say something that um you know we are um this this year our anniversary is not going to be on the weekend. Mm -hmm. So we were we are going to be going to a concert that Tuesday evening. Yes, that's going to be a nice way to um spend the evening hanging out at a concert. I think so. And then we're going to go to another mini con we're going to go to a mini concert the next afternoon. Mm -hmm. And then um Saturday we're supposed to go and hear um songs the songs of Prince played by um cellists. That'll be fun. That's going to be fun. Yes. It's a free one, right? Yes, it is. Nice. Yes, yes, yes. Nice. I'd like to hear uh, Let's Go Crazy on um, on cello. I think it's yeah. been going to be very cool. Yeah. Raspberry Beret would sound great, obviously. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. It'll be fun, babes. Yes. Very good. Yes. Very good. Yes, yes, yes. Well, good, babes. Good, baboo. Our episode was longer than one of the movies we watched last night. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Yes. You are correct. Yes. Well, babes. Yes. Anything else? Or are we good? Uh, I think we're good. All right, then we should wrap it up with a kiss. Yeah, yeah, he. Bubs, normal. Oh, normal. Oh. Stop it. <laughs> all right, all right, babes. Let's do this normally. Right, babes, unless you have anything else you want to confess about Natalie Wood, I think we call it an episode. I know. All right. Bye-bye for now. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.